Welcome to the show. Morning, studio. Morning. Got a little game we're going to play to start us off. Get our wheels turning. All right. Get our juices flowing. Wake up a little bit. Wake up a little bit. Yeah. That's right. So I'll give you a one word, like, line description for a country artist. Okay? I'll just read you a line about him. See if you can identify them. For example, the first one will be, this Georgian sold merch for Luke Bryan. Cole yeah. Swindell. Cole Swindell. Got it. Write your answers down, Amy Eddie. Here we go. Uh, when this artist was working as a bouncer in Oklahoma, he broke up a fight in the ladies' room. One of the two women brawling was a woman he later married. Oh, love it. When this artist was a bouncer in an Oklahoma bar, he broke up a fight in the ladies' room. One of the two women brawling he married. <laughs> Amy just gave me a look like she knows it. Amy? Garth Brooks. Yeah, Eddie? Sandy was fighting in the bathroom and Garth Brooks broke it up. That's right. Next up. She's a member of a country group, but also the daughter of a legendary country singer named Linda. Amy? Hillary Scott. Eddie? Yeah, Hillary Scott. Hillary Scott of Lady Her mom is Linda Davis. Mm-hmm. Next up. His debut full-length album was named after a small Alabama town he often visited and was also the hometown of his wife, who inspired much of the record. In. In. Amy? Sam Hunt. Sam Hunt, Montevello. Right. Yeah, Despite selling more than 100 million records worldwide, this artist is not a member of the Grand Ole Opry and reportedly turned down an invitation to become a member. Huh? Who would do that? Can it be someone we've already said? (laughs) Despite selling more than 100 million records worldwide... Hundred million. This artist is not a member of the Grand Ole Opry and turned down an invitation to become a member. All right, I'm in. Question. Are we only doing live or dead people? Ooh, or both? Wow, that's a great question. They're all live. They're okay, all live. A hundred million and turned it down. All right. Well, not a hundred million bucks. hundred million records. Yes. Yeah. What do you have? I don't know. I put Garth Brooks again. Garth is a member of the Grand Ole Opry. Oh, well, yeah. then, that, never mind. Eddie? I feel like the only person that would say, I don't want to do this, it's Eric Church. Mm-hmm. It's not Eric Church. What? And I don't think he sold 100 million records. Okay. It's George Strait. Oh! oh Why'd he turn it down? You have to appear a certain amount of times. He doesn't live here. Oh. You can't get on a plane and play? No. Ten times a year or whatever the, the appearance. I, I don't know that that's the rule, but I've heard that's that's why he, he doesn't feel like he can do it justice. Interesting. And if he takes that, he doesn't want to take it and not be able to do what he's supposed to do as a member. Wow. Okay. All right. He went to Appalachian State University in North Carolina for business, which is the same school as one of his music idols, Eric Church. Huh? Oh. He went to Appalachian State University in North Carolina for business, which is the same school as one of his music idols, Eric Church. In I'm middle. in. Got a guess, but I don't know. I don't know. Amy? I don't know for sure if he went to school, but Morgan Wallen. 
Fair enough, Amy. Fair enough. Uh, I, I Scotty McCreary's from North Carolina, so I went Scotty McCreary. Well, the answer is Luke Combs. Oh. oh. <laughs> Eric Church is his idol. Didn't know that. Okay. Thought- uh, sudden death. Who's Damn. from the same hometown as Eric Church? Is it Morgan? Are you Who went to high words? school? No, somebody, Morgan Wallen or somebody went to high school with Eric Church. Oh, no. no, Morgan Wallen and Kenny Chesney, I think, went to the same That's school. it. That's so close. What, what's happening right now? <laughs> early, That's early what close. I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> okay, next up. Last one, if, if somebody gets it. All right. She first entered the public eye during her time on a reality singing competition, Nashville Star, in 2003. She released her major label debut two years later, which went on to sell a million copies. I'm in. And Amy? Miranda Lambert. Eddie? Miranda. Nice. Now we're at sudden, sudden death. Buzz in with your name at any time because I'm reading it and you get to answer it. Okay. Come Come on. Before this became his main focus, which is music, this singer went to the University of Oklahoma where he landed. Eddie. What? Eddie. Toby Keith. Where he landed a spot on the Oklahoma Sooners football team but never played before dropping out. Oh, it's probably Toby Keith. The answer is Toby Keith. Yeah! Yeah. Woo-hoo! Hey, that's a good game, though, you two. I like it. That's a good game, you two. There they are, Amy and Eddie, our big players here. It's that time of the morning where we open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hey, Bobby Bones wanted to write in because I knew you'd be able to help. Given you two were in the same situation at one point in life. My brother is in his mid-30s. He's still single. He is a college baseball coach and recruiting coordinator, but as you probably well know, this job has little to no free time. Late nights, no off-season pretty much, working weekends. It doesn't allow for many opportunities to get out and date or try to meet people. He's afraid to get attached to someone because, as you know, in this line of work, there's a high chance of not being around very long, move across the country. I remember you two went through this a few years ago, and you could relate. He doesn't want to join dating apps because he doesn't want someone to recognize him given he's a coach at a major university. My brother is very private. All this to say, what advice would you give him to meet someone at this age and with his career? I remember many years you were in the same situation. Hopefully, he will find a soulmate like you did. Signed, a concerned sister. Interesting. It's it's like if someone has some notoriety, how do they date without people, everybody putting them out on blast dating? And you're working at a, a college too? Like a big school. Uh, there are two ways to do this. Well, first of all, he he's going to have to just suck it up and date. This whole moving around thing is never going to end in his job now. Meaning, even if he's a head coach somewhere, there's a chance he's not going to be a head coach there for more than five or six years. Unless he's winning championships. So as a coach, you move around a lot. So you can't use that as an excuse. That's an excuse. You, you got to get rid of that crutch. Oh, I don't want to meet somebody because what if we have to move? Yeah, you meet somebody that's so awesome, they move with you. And they're your support system when you move. It's true. So that, that's got to go. So kick that crutch out. Now he's got one crutch. He doesn't want to get a dating app because he doesn't want anybody to see him. And that's absolutely fair. If that's the case, you got to trust people to set you up. You got to actually go out, but he didn't have a lot of time for that. I would tell him to suck it up and get on Bumble. Just suck it up. It's not as it, it's not as much of a... Uh, a of something that people look at and look down on for being on dating apps as it was five years ago. Oh, yeah. Or even three years ago. Mm-hmm. Morgan, what would you say to this guy? Because you, a bit known from this show, however, you got on dating apps. I did. I just didn't uh, attach my Instagram to it, so nobody could go to my Instagram and be like, that's who that is. I didn't put my last name on it, so it was just my first name. 
and I didn't use photos that were associated with the show. So if they knew me, they, then I knew they were like a super fan. Otherwise, they would have no idea without like actually going on a date or two with me to figure that out. So I did keep like some of that anonymity away from the the dating apps. That way I could see if they were really just about me. I would tell him that if you, first of all, stop saying I don't want to date because I don't want anybody to be close to me. But then I would say, hey, get on an app, one. You don't have to hit them all. You can ask people to set you up too, but then it's tough. It never works out. Then it's awkward with the person who set you up when it doesn't work. You're like, what happened? Get on an app. Get on Hinge or Bumble. Don't put up pictures of you in your baseball uniform. And if someone starts to make fun of you, like, that ain't me. Somebody catfished me. Use that as an excuse. <laughs> That's what I say to do. Would you like to add anything, Amy? Uh, no, I like Morgan's suggestions. He can get on there. He doesn't have to, like, post him, like, coaching third base or anything. Like, he can just do his name and, yeah, keep any socials or anything off of it. And then he might he might be able to meet someone that way. It sounds pretty perfect. Sounds like you don't want to meet anybody right now, though, to be honest with you. But He's making a lot of excuses. Well, that's why his sister's concerned. And you should be. <laughs> Uh, thank you for emailing. That's what we say. Play that for them. That's the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. All right. Let's go over to Morgan. How do people write into the mailbag? They hit up mailbag at bobbybones.com. All right. I'm going to hit you with a couple money stories here. There is a new world's most expensive burger. It's called the Dalton's Diner. And for a mere $5,964 without tax... You'll get a burger. Do you want to hear what's on the burger that costs basically six thousand dollars? Yes. What? Did they even sell one of these? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, how many people? I was thinking if you like rally Split all your it. friends, you still don't even get like, you get, like, you get, like a, a tiny bite, and you're going to pay a thousand dollars. You get in this burger that's five thousand nine hundred sixty-four dollars <laughs> a Dom Perignon infused gold leaf bun. Mm. Okay. Does that sound good to eat though? No. A Dom bun. No. no. Okay. Is that champagne? Yes. Japanese A5 Wagyu brisket chuck short rib beef blend. Mm-hmm. That does sound nice. good. That does sound good. And don't they massage the Wagyu? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm looking at the burger here. I mean, it looks good, but I ain't like $6,000. That's like 40 That's 40 like bucks. so fancy. It's mm-hmm. like 40 mm-hmm. and Which I still wouldn't buy it. A lot of money. Yeah. A smoked duck egg mayo that's put on it. Oh. I'll try that. So it's, not, it's just a duck egg mayo. It's not actual whole duck egg. White truffles. Oh. Tomatoes and cucumbers pickled in Japanese matcha tea. Jim mm. okay. lettuce, English cheddar, barbecue sauce made from the Macallan Scotch. I don't know. They're, now they're words I don't even know. A Dom onion ring. Beluga caviar. That's for whale? Hmm? That's whale caviar? Oh, Beluga? I don't know. Is that a I whale? Think a, I think it's a brand. Oh, okay. <laughs> Beluga whale. Called the Golden Boy, all the profits from the sale of the burger have gone to a Dutch nonprofit that benefits local food banks. Oh, that's well, nice. that's good. You still ain't gonna spend six grand on a burger. <laughs> to, okay, here you go. To this point, only one has been served up. Mm. But the chef says he's ready to roll the second one if a hungry buyer with the financial means is ready to step up. Bones, you're a businessman. Is this just a business tactic? Like, hey, but all the money's going to right. But they've only sold one. Like, well, what are they gonna sell? Two max. I think it's something they created to get a little notoriety. Yeah. So their name gets out there. Yes. More than the actual burger. But they did come up with it, and Pretty we're good. talking about it here on the show. It's genius. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of money, I'm, a, I'm just afraid for Raymundo. Um, Had you got, have you guys heard what he wants to spend his money on now? No. Ray, tell him about the jewelry you're thinking of buying. Yeah, so the piece that I have right now, I basically stole from my wife. It's Pandora. It was nice, Jeez. but it was 
the first thing I got her eight years ago. So explain what you wear, though, now to our listeners. So it's a longer necklace. It goes pro- more typically longer than most guys would wear it. And then it's also at the end like a little there's some diamonds on it. They're probably not diamonds, but it's just like maybe the top that's cut off. It's Re- little, retail price if you were to buy this now. Over 100 below 200 Okay. And you wear it. He wears it all the time. It's like a long, long chain. I've seen it. Yeah. Okay, what else? So I've never gone out and got my own chain. Well, I ran into a guy. He makes necklaces for celebs in LA. It's only referrals, so you're never going to see a storefront. <laughs> and I was given his number. Hey, if you want a piece, this is your guy. So he does stuff for Manziel, NFL guys, rappers. <laughs> and, and Johnny Manziel? Yeah. <laughs> and so I got to thinking, I really want my own where it's a gold, maybe some bling, but maybe I do a, either a emblem or a, a thing at the bottom that has like some Flash, a Bobby Bone Show logo, or no? Or, there's there's things I could do, and I thought this could be this could be me, my big necklace purchase. I don't have designer bags, I don't have stuff like that. So, and I really am leaning in that direction. I want to do that. So, what are the two options you're weighing right now? So, not even joking. I don't know why Amy laughed, but the Bobby Bone Show because it's a big part of my life. Every day I walk into this building. <laughs> so, if it would be on the very end of the necklace, that like a, a little okay. emblem, and then the other one is. My name, S-Z-N, Sizen. So it'd just be those letters at the very end of the necklace. And, okay. and it's oh not really your name. It's not. not. I know not your that, name at all. Right, that's the <laughs> thing. Did it Johnny Menzel the first? I mean, didn't he do Sizen? Well, and Sizen's going to go out of style. It kind of already <laughs> has, honestly. That was a thing for like six months. So but, the, maybe I need to go with the Bobby Bone Show emblem. I don't know that I would spend a bunch of money on jewelry. How much money are you thinking about spending? Well, uh, they said it could run depending on how much flash I want on the bottom. It could run as much as a thousand, but I can get him down, talk him a little bit into the hundreds, several hundred. <laughs> you can talk him down. Yeah, maybe he's a celebrity jeweler, and he can be talked down. Why not get Ray and Bay or yeah. something that's always going to last? R A Y B A E, something like that, or yeah. just B A E. Love that. Now I got a third option. I don't think you get the show logo as much as it. Yeah, sorry that I laughed, but <laughs> it just is kind laughing. of. Funny. <laughs> and uh, you don't get Sizen. I Ray, don't buy. Don't spend a thousand bucks on jewelry. That- no, he can take them down in the hundreds. Okay. He can talk him down. Will he draw up mocks for you to see what they look like? Oh my gosh! Pl- uh, yes, and then we throw them on the website. I love yeah, driving traffic. That, see, that's what we do right there. That's good. Yeah! But don't buy it. But if you do get some mock mockups, we'll put it up on the website. Well, the best part about it is it's been approved by Bazer, so she said I deserve a little something like this. Do you have to approve all purchases, Ray, with her? Massive one's correct. Since the gambling issue, uh, when money would just uh, disintegrate out of the account, yes, I got to get some approval. (laughs) Hey, I get it, buddy. Uh, I get it. (laughs) All right, let us know when you get those drawings. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Congratulations to Naomi Cook of Runaway June. She got married to Martin Johnson. They tied the knot in a waterfront wedding after getting engaged in December. Keith Urban will be taking part in this year's 24-hour Global Citizens live broadcast going down on September 25th. The performances will take place from all over the world in an effort to unite the world, defend the planet, and defeat poverty. Garth Brooks is working on a plan for his future shows to bring his fans in the nosebleed section a chance to see his show close up. What it is is basically if you have an upper deck seat way up there in the upper deck, it might get you in for sound check the night before so you can see the show from the floor. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. 
senior trip. Yeah. yeah. Hey. We graduated high school. Let's go. There's some high school seniors in Maine at Isleboro High School, and they had raised $8,000 to go on their senior trip. There's only 13 members of the graduating class. And then they said pandemic hit, and they realized, man, they shouldn't go on a trip. And they donated the money to causes that help people that are unemployed in their community. Oh, wow. Look at them. Woo! Donating causes! <laughs> I mean, <laughs> previous classes has gone to Italy, yeah. Panama, Norway. They raised $8,000 by working concession stands, having garage sales over the years, and they were ready. But then they said, let's do something good. Do you think, here's my question. Oh, here we go. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, always, yeah. We always got to pivot it, don't yeah, we? For yeah. sure. There is no way all 13 of them came to a consensus. I it thought was, the same thing. Someone had to be overruled. There's, there's at least five bros in there going, yo, but let's majo- go. But majority rules. And oh. also, those five bros could have went by themselves, but they still donated the chunk. <laughs> or there could have been 20, by the way, but 13 of them decided they were going to do oh. it. Oh, oh. Yeah, that's true. But they donate eight thousand dollars to different donation, bro. Woo! Yeah! Oh, no senior trip. All right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. Elder versus millennial. It's Eddie, the oldest on our show, forty-two years old. Versus Morgan, number two, the youngest, twenty-seven years old. They each get three questions. Let's go. Let's meet our competitors up first. He's a dad of four, the Hispanic who don't panic. He has a personality that's always chill. And he's known to be the master of the grill. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. It's producer Eddie, everybody. His opponent, she runs our digital. She's a former Kansas resident. And when she was born, Bill Clinton was president. (laughs) Oh, wow. It's Morgan number two. Yeah. All right, scores three to three as they play to five. Up first, Eddie, you got three questions that Morgan will know the answer to. Come on. What Nick Jr. show? Oh, here we go. What? These are just so hard for me. I didn't watch Nick Jr. Was Steve on about a man and his animated puppy where they solve puzzles? Ooh. Nick Jr., Steve was on it. And it was him and an animated puppy where they solved puzzles. This is just a wild guess, but give me Blue's Clues. Blue's Clues is correct. Yeah! <laughs> nice. Fill in the blank to this famous quote, Eddie. Come on. Welcome to Home of the... May I take your order? I'll give it to you one more time. Welcome to Home of the... Can I take your order? There's two blanks there. Good Burger. Welcome to Good Burger. Home of the... Well, it's the same thing. Good Burger. Yeah, that's your answer. <laughs> oh, it is? Yeah. Okay, Good Burger. Is that your answer? Yeah. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Yeah! May I take your order? That is correct, yeah. yes. Yeah, let's go. What's, what's that from? Good uh, Burger. Yeah, Keenan and Kel. <laughs> the movie. Oh, okay. Heck, I even saw a Good Burger. Yeah, I saw it once. In the movie Mean Girls, what did Gretchen Wiener's dad invent? Her last name. <laughs> Gretchen <Yeah>. Wiener? <laughs> I never caught that. In the movie Mean Girls, what did Gretchen Wiener's dad invent? Give me the wiener. I mean, the, 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 the like hot, dog, hot dog wiener. Yes, I mean, yes. I mean, no. No. Okay. Morgan, do you know this? The toaster strudel. That's correct. The toaster uh, strudel. Close. Nice job, Morgan. Morgan, over to you. Okay. The score is two to one. Eddie got yeah. two. You stole one point. He really got two of them. And I was surprised. Super Freak was released 40 years ago this week. I'm going to play you a clip. What artist sings Super Freak? She's a 
know the song. I was going to ask if the song's familiar. Yeah. But I don't think the band's familiar or the artist. Mm-hmm. Who sings that? It's in my head, and I know I, I just have a feeling it's not right, but George Michaels? No, not a bad guess. <laughs> George Michael would have been the, the guy. Oh. Unless there are two of them, then mm-hmm. it'd be two George Michaels. <laughs> but that's not the answer. It's not. <laughs> Eddie, you want to steal? Is it Rick James? It is Rick James. Woo! Hey, Morgan. Fred Savage turned 45 years old last week. He played Kevin in what TV show that ran from 1988 to 1993? And I do have the theme song. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Fred Savage turned 45. Would you stand up and walk out on played Kevin in this show. This is the theme song. Ran from 1988 to 1993. What do you have? Well, there was a news story that just came out, and I think that's the only reason I will know this, but I'm not sure the full name. If it's Always Sunny, if it's Always Sunny, I think in Philadelphia is what's coming to mind. But I know that that main (laughs) character... What? This is just in a news story. Good. Yeah. 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 Was it not? Yeah. Sometimes if someone's like, hey, I'm trying to go to the gas station and they're walking in the lake. <laughs> you know, and they're just, <laughs> way off. It's, a, it's like, <laughs> Wait, it was just, it just said always sunny in the news though. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> I go, don't know. Go That's with it. your heart. Hey man, can you help me get to the gas Eddie, station? Eddie, I wasn't even alive when this go came ahead. out. You leave me alone. <sighs> I mean, always sunny is all that's in my head. So that's all I can go with. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Still on. Mm-hmm. It's still a very funny show. Um, co- completely different. That is wrong. I mean, I almost had tears in my eyes, <laughs> trying not to laugh as she was trying to talk her way through. I thought she had the right answer. Yeah, yeah so no. did I. Eddie, it's the Wonder Years, bro. Wonder Years. I'm very confused by that news article right now. <laughs> <laughs> what was the news article? Now I'm it was about the guy that got stuck under the ATV. The Fred Savage was his name. What <laughs> did he did he um, somehow do a little stint on It's Always Sunny? I look, I don't know. Now I'm confused about what I read. <laughs> yeah, so me too. Fred Savage. Mm-hmm. Hey, finally, Morgan, the popular Mikey likes it commercial was an ad for what cereal brand? Here's the clip. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. Mikey likes it. I mean, until you said cereal, I was going Mike and Ike's. Was it the K's? Was it Cheerios? Was it Honey Nut Cheerios? Was it the... Go with that. <laughs> you can't win. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really struggling today. Um, <laughs> what was the one where all the athletes were on the cereal oh, box? Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, Fruit Loops. That was not Fruit Loops. <laughs> Throw me off. <laughs> Honey Nut Cheerios. That's incorrect, Eddie. I, I've never seen this commercial. What? You guys always really? talked about. It. Yeah, didn't you always say like Mike? You call yeah. Mike D. Mikey likes it or something? Oh, it's one of my but favorite cereals. O's. No, it's Life. Life. Oh. Oh. See, I don't even know. Eddie, you win though. Yeah. Good job, one, one away from the championship. Bones, I can win this. You could win it next so week. Close. You can win it. All right. Uh, congratulations, Eddie. Thank you. I mean, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> I, I try to keep. I just couldn't help it. Uh, you lost me. Okay, uh, Morgan, sorry about that. It's okay. My heart was in the right place. Hey, let's talk to Carrie in Oklahoma who's called us. We appreciate that. Hey, Carrie, what's going on with you? Hey, Bobby. 
I am competing in a fundraiser for the OU Children's Hospital here in Oklahoma City, and they do an event every year called Dancing for a Miracle, and it's a spinoff of Dancing with the Stars. Um, I was fortunate enough to be selected as one of their 10 celebrities, and I am not a dancer, and I'm trying to raise $50,000, and I just didn't know if you had any advice for me. You're trying to raise how much? $50,000. Yourself? Five zero? Yes, Fifty thousand. Wow, that is quite the goal 50, 000, there. Fifty thousand, yeah. Wow. Yes, sir. And how much have you raised so far? Um, I'm only at about seventeen thousand, but that's I have a lot. And I've got people. Thank you. I'm, I'm proud of that. It's not as much as I want, but I'm getting there, and I've got some more in the pipeline. And so we're just waiting to see what we can do. Well, I'll throw a hundred bucks in. I know it's not going to make you uh, fifty thousand, but I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll throw a hundred bucks in, and I will put it up on our website, bobbybones.com. On our, on our Facebook page, too, and maybe people will donate there. Okay? What is her charity that she's supporting? Her cause? Thank you. OU Children's it's Hospital. OU Children's? Yes. And we're similar to St. Jude's in the fact that if the families cannot afford care, they don't receive a bill. Um, just difference between us and St. Jude is that all the money raised here in Oklahoma stays in Oklahoma, and we are a 300-bed hospital instead of like a 30-ish bed hospital. Oh, wow. So you need advice on dancing. As you know... I did win Dancing with the Stars, but I am not a very good dancer. This is what I would say to you. You cannot practice enough. If it really matters, the only way you're going to get better is by practicing. And it's not you're not winning anything. You're just trying to raise money. So just go and practice your butt off and make a bunch of money and then have fun once you get there because it's not you're not going to win a mirror ball. Right? Am I right about that? Oh, yeah. No, I would think the number one thing here is to feel good about what you're doing for the hospital and have fun. Yeah, have fun. And um, I will put it up. I'll donate a couple hundred bucks. And if you win, like myself, you have to get a mirror ball tattoo on your arm. Okay? Oh. Deal. If I win, I will absolutely get a mirror ball tattoo. Oh, don't, my gosh. No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> well, hey, uh, good luck. J- just practice, practice, practice. And we're happy to spread your message, okay? Thank you so much. You All guys right. have a great day. Bye, Carrie. Hey, let's go to Melanie in Austin, Texas. Melanie, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. Go ahead. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. Uh, so, okay, I'm next. Uh, one of the beef teamers, Taylor Kirkpatrick, took a screen grab of Bobby sitting at a red desk, and she noticed that he might have a new tattoo above his elbow of a C. And we were wondering if that was, in fact, a new tattoo, and if so, what the story was behind it. It's interesting. Do you, what do you think, Amy? Do you know, have you noticed anything? I mean, I haven't noticed, but I think I maybe knew that that was maybe happening. So now I'm wondering if you had it. And then I'm like, dang, people pay attention to everything because I sit by you every day and I have not noticed. And now I feel like a bad friend. You are a bad friend. What? Well, I'm you... not a bad friend. But I said, I feel like one. I know. I was just all in the, the minute. Was, yeah, I but also, it. your elbow is Look, blocked by a screen. Is there, any, is there anything on that elbow? No. No? Okay. What about is the there other anything one? on that elbow? Oh, yeah. Hey, you <laughs> did get see, one. See, I don't see that there's, side. The, again, there's a little C with a little heart on the bottom of mm-hmm. it. And so, yes, you guys saw right. I I put it above, put it right above the mirror ball tattoo. Yeah. So after I won, but yes, what's that for? Hold on, hold on. It's for Kaylin. You have got to be for, kidding me. Like cookies? Bobby, you made the ultimate mistake of your life. You never, okay. oh never gosh. get a tattoo of uh, just your spouse. That is just absolutely not. Listen, my cousin, she got Jesse tattooed across her knuckles. <laughs> Because that's the guy she was going to marry. <laughs> Turns out Jesse was married. <laughs> and she had to... Zoo, zoo, zoo. I mean, you, that is the worst thing you have ever done in your life. Like, I mean, you've done a lot of 
dumb things. Uh-huh. This was the absolute crown jewel dumbest thing you've ever done. You think it jinxes the relationship? No, no, it doesn't matter. It's like, what happens if, what if you don't do okay. that? Let's think of all the things that you enjoy that start with a C. No, I'm not even doing that. Oh. I'm happy with it. Right, yeah, it's fine. Love oh. it. I get tattoos. I have like eight tattoos. Added another, all things that are very important to me. My oh, mom, my, my grandmother, gosh. Radio Hall of Fame, Mirrorball, State of Arkansas, and I put a C with a little heart on it. Pretty happy with it. Mm. The dumbest thing you've ever done. I'm still laughing at Jesse? his cousin getting Jesse across her knuckles. <laughs> and knuckles, he was, that's a, he was married. What, what is she, was she, that is commitment there. Uh, have tattoos on your knuckles? That's, that's, hard, that's, that's, that's like jail. Yes. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, well, no, we know non-jail people that have knuckles. I but mean, that's like jail. Not really. Yeah, I don't know that. A couple uncles like of mine, but they hard. were in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right, hey, oh. Melanie, good eyeball. Well, good eyeball, Taylor. Yeah. All right. Uh, th- thank you for your call. You're welcome. All right. Thank have you. a good Have a good day. Bye bye. Oh there you go. Well, we'll let Lunchbox stew on this one for a little bit. He's still Ooh. saying, "Oh my gosh." That's well, terrible. But he doesn't know I have Lunchbox written nipple to nipple on my yeah. chest. I just haven't showed you guys yet. And what's wrong with that? Yeah. No, no. But I'm not gonna break up with you. Oh. <laughs> like, like, like you could break up with Caitlin at some point. That's just what I'm saying. Okay. Oh gosh, this is terrible. <laughs> Here's a voicemail from Tommy in Las Vegas. I agree with Bobby on Black Widow. I watched it with my son, and um, I fell asleep twice. And not my favorite Avengers movie, but Captain Marvel, I'll watch that a million times. Love that movie. So I agree. I gave it two and a half Avengers. Have a good one. Hey, thanks. I was the only one on the show that didn't feel like it was that good of a movie. Yeah. That was fine. I gave it three Avengers. Afterwards, me and Mike D were talking about like, it's crazy that Bobby didn't like that movie. Mm-hmm. Well, me, Tommy in Vegas feels same. <laughs> yeah, now we know. Hey, call us on the voicemail line if you ever have something you want to say and we're not on the air. Or you're listening on the podcast. 877-77-BOBBY. Would appreciate that. Here's another voicemail. Good morning, studio. We just wanted to say that we love breaking Bobby Bones and keep up the good luck. Bye. Thanks, Max. Thanks, Nicole. Appreciate that. Season finale, Friday, uh, Sunday night, 10, 9 central on that Geo. Thank you very much. The Bobby Bones Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So I have commonly liked things that other people find totally disgusting. Peanut butter, mayonnaise. Oh. That's about okay. It. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, things. I just want to see where you land with Go some ahead. of these. Okay, uh, Doctor Pimple Popper, disgusting, awesome. It gets high ratings. Yeah, it's millions so of views on YouTube and Instagram. What else? Uh, wearing shoes inside a house. I'm okay with that, and I off I often wear slides inside the house to um, make a dog hair on the bottom of my feet, get in bed. I'm I'm fine with that. Taking a bath. Oh, oh. I take one right now. I would do the show in a bathtub if I could. <laughs> Some people literally can't stand the Love thought it. of like sitting in their own stuff. I will drop a bath bomb in. I have all the different colors, <laughs> and I like the, the darker colors. I like when my water is like dark blue or dark red. Yeah, it's great. What else? Water parks. I'm okay with it. I haven't been to one in a while, but I'm okay with them. Yeah, I have to get over it a little bit. Like I went to one with my son the other day, and I was kind of like. Okay, look at all these people, and they're everywhere, but then I just breathe, and then it ends up being more fun and worth it. Uh, lastly, reality shows. I don't watch a lot of them, but I respect that people sometimes just want to get away from what the, the everyday trouble of life is and, and the news and politics. Like, you like The Bachelor? Good for you. One of my therapy assignments late last year was literally homework to watch Real Housewives. Like my therapist told me, oh, yeah. that's what I had to do for the weekend. They're like, report back on Monday. <laughs> there is a listener of our show, or used to be a listener a long time ago, and B-team member, who's on The Bachelorette right now. 
and he hit me up and was like, how do you deal with people just hating on you all the time? Oh. And I'm not sure if he's off the show or because I don't watch the show. But I told him, I was like, hey, you just have to remember that although it feels like all the focus is on you and they're just bashing you nonstop, it's like one second of their day and they moved on. They're not focusing on you really. And they're also not, something's not going right in their life to be taking shots at other people in their their life. And they also don't think, feel like you're a real person. But because they see you on TV, they don't feel like you're a real person. Right, you're like character. They're just a few things. But yeah, I reached out and was like, hey, how, how, do, you, how do we do that? How do you do this? Yeah. And so, rooting for him. But he was a big listener of the show. Met him a few times. He's on The Bachelorette. Mm, that's yeah. crazy. All right, what else? Okay, so have you ever tried to think of like an exit plan if you were ever to dramatically quit your job? Like, have you ever th- thought hmm. maybe how that would go down? Because, you know, we had that that one, I netted the mood setter. You mean how I'm quitting, not what I'm going to do after? Because I've often been terrified of if I get fired. Yeah, I'm gonna do. no, 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 no. Not, not what you're going to do next, hmm. but how you're going to go about leaving your job. Oh, I know how I would do it. I would thank everyone for their time. I appreciate the, the effort and support they put into me. And I would, even though inside of myself I'm erupting a fireworks show, I would, would walk off because I know those people will, they could keep me from getting a job at an, another place by just saying, hey, wasn't a good worker. Yeah. Well, there's a bunch of people at Burger King and they were all annoyed with their work conditions. Like it's really hot in the kitchen and the attitude was really negative. It just was a toxic place to work. So all the employees got together. They took over the big sign out front and said, we all quit. Sorry for the inconvenience. And then here's one of the employees explaining. They all they put it up on the sign. We quit and the whole everybody quit the store. Right. Sorry for the inconvenience. It was just like my last straw. I can't get anything fixed in the store. They had us working in the kitchen with the AC broke for weeks and we were running, you know, breakfast with two people, you know, until nine or most days until 11. Yeah. So she just said it was rough conditions, but they all got together and that's how they quit. How about you? <laughs> if I well, Listen, if I'm going to hire one of these people and I find out they did this, mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to hire them. I, I agree, which is rough. But they said they took it to management and their boss said, quit being a baby. Oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, I felt that, boss. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it up. Okay, and lastly, there was no CMA Fest this year because of COVID, which means no CMA Fest TV special, but there is a replacement. It's going to be the CMA Summer Jam, and it's going down late in July in Nashville, and then they will air those performances on ABC, and it's going to be like Luke Bryan, Luke Holmes, Carrie Underwood, Dirks, Florida Georgia Line, Brothers Osborne, the list goes on. Okay, there you go. Thank you. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So there's this woman, she's pregnant, and she tells her husband, like, hey, I think I think I'm going into labor. We need to get to the hospital. Well, it was a long drive to get there. And she decided at one point, I'm just gonna have to get in the back seat and maybe deliver this baby uh. myself. Luckily, she was using an app called Gentle Birth to help get her through the contractions. What? (laughs) Yeah, heads up, that exists. And so she felt calm during that. And then, boom, one push, and the baby came out in the backseat of the car. (laughs) Wow. A lot of elements to the story. Mm -hmm. One, the one push. Yeah, Yeah. I know. She's very lucky. What I'm thinking about is you're the the dad, the driver. You're having to make that decision. Do I pull the car over and help her deliver the baby, or do I keep driving? I think I would pull the car over and try to help deliver the baby. Wow. Yeah, the husband said the baby, quote, flew out. <laughs> he said he was driving and he looked in the rearview mirror and the next thing he saw was a baby. <laughs> By the way, not a right or wrong thing that he did. I think me, though, I would be concerned and I'd pull over and call an ambulance. Oh, they, they, an ambulance arrived yeah. um, shortly thereafter, knew where they were, took her to the hospital and everyone's doing fine. There you go. <laughs> That's what it's all about. 
That was Tell Me Something Good. If you'll indulge me for 45 seconds, I just want to thank you guys for not only listening to this show every day and letting us be your friends, and hopefully if you're driving to work, we get to ride along with you and you feel like you have some buddies that you know, and like I appreciate that. Secondly, this is the last week of new episodes of my Nat Geo show. The season finale is this week, and you know, it's been eight weeks, 16 episodes, and like six of the weeks have been A-plus ratings. One week was bad. Fourth of July, nobody even watched TV. But it's been fantastic, and I just am so grateful that you guys will watch that show live on Nat Geo and on Disney+. And I just wouldn't get to do any of this without you. And that's why I try to do so much and like push it backward. Because I owe it to you guys to continue to be your voice. Even if you don't agree with me all the time, like I feel like I got your back, you got mine. So thank you. Two final episodes. One of them, Mike D called maybe his favorite and the scariest one. Where I'm in Montana having a, with a, with a, <laughs> a sniper rifle looking for bears try, that are trying to kill sheep. Nice. Wolves trying to kill sheep. Uh, the other one, I'm in Iowa on top of a wind turbine, negative 20 degrees. Awful. But that's it. Uh, Net Geo, 10, 9 Central, Sunday night. But thank you. Done. Done with the indulgence. And let's go over to Amy. It is time for the morning corny, which, by the way, Lunchbox, we nailed it last week without you. Oh, <laughs> but it was the lamest one ever. That one very good. It was a star. No, no, to me, I don't know Star Wars. Was it okay. so easy? No, it was a Star Wars joke, and I just kind of was just saying Star Wars things, and Eddie got it. Oh, that's right. That no, it was a good joke. I, I thought that was really Thank funny. You. I knew you'd hate on it if you were here, and I really missed you last week. Oh man, I missed the nerd joke. All right, so we have ninety seconds to actually figure out the morning corny. It's the investigative corny. Let's go. The morning corny. What do you call a bike trail with no empathy? What do you call a bike trail with no empathy? What is empathy? Uh, it's where you feel for someone <laughs> in a way because you've been through it too. You understand. Oh, okay. Sympathy is if you feel bad for somebody. Empathy is if you, if you feel through also uh, related experience. So a bike trail that doesn't feel through related experiences? Oh, An wow. Empath. Path. Empathetic. That's a word. Good job. No. Um, okay. Eddie, you do good. What's the joke? What's the joke? I don't know. I forgot. Something about empathy. What do you call a bike trail with no empathy? Oh, I know it. Uh, uh, lonely road. Who doesn't have empathy? Huh. I don't. I don't know. What I, I, I'm struggling with that word empathy. Too. So like, am I, uh, Eddie. I'm like, I don't know. What like, we're okay, 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 like, okay. Like, like, like people that don't have empathy. Um, uh, serial killers. Okay. Don't have empathy. Because they don't have that in them to understand and feel what other people are going through. So okay. the bike path would be called Ted Bundy. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Like a, a psychopath, a, 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 um, a cra super killer, crazy. So we're trying to come up with super killers? <laughs> <laughs> what do you call a bike trail with no empathy? Oh, psycho they dead. Dead? Uh, dead. Killer. Dead, dead road. <laughs> dead end. Dead... I don't know. No like feelings. the greatest, like psychopathic people have been non-empathetic. They don't care. They don't under. They don't feel. Right. But you think it's going to be a name? No, I don't know. The, I don't oh. know. Come on, guys. Well, we're we're trying. Yeah, we're, time. We, we, we don't. We don't really Two. know empathy. I do. I'm trying to explain so you guys empathy for ninety and, seconds. And so we're naming yeah, Ted Bundy. And I wow. I what? sorry. Is it time? Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't realize that we had we'd have two people here that don't know the definition of empathy. Well, sympathy that throws me off because there's two. Kind of the same but different. They are they are kind of the same but different. Okay, <laughs> so let's go. I don't know. The morning corny. What do you call a bike trail with no empathy? What? A psychopath. 
a psychopath. I said psychopath four oh times on that. Oh my! And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't put it together. I thought you were so close. A psychopath. Psychopath. That's funny. A little elevated. Yeah. A little I like it. No, it's like tell that one at therapy next time. Okay. This woman, Kelly Jacobs, 28 years old. She is engaged to a prisoner she's never met, and she insists she will wait for him to finish serving a 20-year jail sentence for shooting four men. Oh. Whoa! He popped the question over video chat from inside the jail. Mm. I would just say, hey, don't, don't. Mm-hmm. You would say that to the girl? You don't. Yeah. Don't. Don't do this. You're going to wait 20 years? Who knows what he's doing? He'd probably get out before then, though, right? Maybe. When they say 20. But Four it, people. Her, I know. <laughs> I need to know more I, about that shooting. Right. <laughs> Kelly Jacobs yeah, met James Wyatt Dental 32 through a prisoner pen pal program oh. after joining to learn more about inmates' lives. Wyatt is currently serving a 20-year sentence at a jail in Oregon after he was convicted of assault and unlawful use of a firearm during a bar brawl in 2012. Oh. Kelly, who lives out of the country, is hoping to move to the U.S. so she can start visiting Wyatt in person. But the pandemic hit, so she wasn't able to do that. Until she can move, they chat via video. They can chat video in jail? Interesting. Huh. I guess the same thing as like a visit, huh? You could visit virtually too. Although I told you, my cousin snuck phones in all the time in jail. He's still in jail. He'd have a cell phone. Be but like little tiny ones? or no, like I have I... iPhones, iPhones 12, wow. 14, whatever they, they are now. How did they sneak that? How do you think they snuck it? That's too Use big. Use your imagination, Amy. No. I think also people are in on it, right? Yeah. Uh, Wyatt, who is due for release in 2032, proposed with a prison-made ring. Price shank. Hey, you said she was from out of the country? Yeah, Netherlands. Is mm-hmm. she doing this maybe for... Uh, he doesn't they, have any money. No, but oh. citizenship. But they can't get married, though, until he's out. Ah, good point. Unless they can while she's in jail. That would be, man, she just played chess while we were all playing checkers. <laughs> Big time. We're all like, don't get with the shooter. <laughs> and she's, she's like, like I'm just trying to what become an American. She's like, he ain't trying to get out for 20 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Dang. Kelly admits that Wyatt is afraid she will move on with someone else or that she will grow tired of waiting to do it. Yeah. But she insists she is devoted to him. Hmm. There you go. What would you tell her if you were talking to her right now? I mean, run, but she's clearly into different types of people. She didn't like, have to run. She, I mean, he can't get her. <laughs> he doesn't have to run anywhere. Well, I know. Or like log off. But like she actively, I mean, there's some women that pursue that. And she signed up to be a pin pal for in, an inmate, which I think is great. They need someone to talk to, too. But I mean, I think that she wanted to find love. Eddie brought a great point. If you're trying, or one of you, whoever did that, about uh, if that's what her thing, hey, good for you. Go get Genius. it. Genius. America's the best country in the world. I yeah. get it. But if you're not, what are you doing? Don't do this. Yeah. Don't waste your time and money. Get it coming over to Leave the here. murderer yeah, alone. Yeah. All right, coming up, Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't know if he murdered anybody. Four, four, four people died. Four people died. They died or he just shot them? Oh, he shot them. Oh, okay. I <laughs> we saw, already assumed. I saw death. And, I, I was assuming they died, and I'm like, how is he even getting out? He was convicted of assault and unlawful use of a firearm. I don't see anything about a murder. Oh, okay. man. He shot four people and not one of them died? It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad We turn on people quick here. <laughs> I mean. All right. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Jamie Lee Curtis. Hey, Jamie Lee Curtis. How are you? I'm whose female voice was that? That's me. I, uh, I, it was like we hired somebody to say cool stuff. I don't know. I wish I knew. That's so weird. Well, like I'm looking, I'm you're the Bobby Bones show, and then there's this woman's voice going, Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> Play that it's again. Like the, Let's hear it it's again. Like the, it's like the voice of God in all of those award shows, except it's a beautiful woman's voice, which I support. Woman go. is a God. Go. On the Bobby Bones show now. Jamie Lee Curtis. There you go. There it is. See? Hey, what if, what do your friends call you? Do they call you Jamie, Jamie Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis? Like what what in normal <laughs> life do people say? 
Probably Jamie, but a lot of people call me Jay because I, I'm, I'm haiku and everything I write, I try to write as few words as possible. And I often just write Jay on emails and letters. So lately people have been calling me Jay. I will call you Jamie Lee Curtis because you have oh. been an icon in my life for so long. I feel like it would be disrespectful to not call you by your full name. Uh, I, you know what? I honestly answer to many things. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about this new podcast that you have that is up now on iHeartRadio, Jamie Lee Curtis and Good Friends. So tell me about this. So I, um, Good Friend was born. Um, do you play music? I do play music, yes. Okay, so there's a song called Good Friend by um, Emily King. I'm going to ask you to p- play it at some point today. Um it's a great song that starts with, if there's something I need, I don't already have, I'm going to get it from a good friend. And when I heard that song, I Twitter stalked her. Um, I put out into the Twitterverse that I was looking for Emily King, found her. I licensed her song and I created a podcast because I knew that COVID and this very difficult year for everybody in the world has taken a toll, obviously, on our health and so many families were horribly impacted. But I also think it took a big toll on friendships. And I thought I would do a podcast about being a good friend, what it means to be a good friend, how to keep being a good friend, how to let go of friends. And so that's what it's about. And do you bring on your closest friends for this podcast? I bring on friends that I know, um, uh, and yet Lena Dunham, who's my first guest um, on the podcast, I had never met. We had been to award shows together and done that thing that celebrities do where they look at each other like Bobby. If you and I ran into each other, we'd look at each other. We'd go like this. Hey, We might do this. Yeah, yeah, clap. I kind of do a like I really like what you do kind of thing. And so Lena's there. My friend Melanie Griffith, who I've known since we were – 20 um, who were was a bestie and then we separated and then we've become besties again. Many, many different people. My husband, Christopher Guest and his best friend, David Nickturn. So they are intimate conversations. They are unscripted. Nobody's selling anything. There are no books to sell. I don't do big intros. We just start talking. I have a lot of questions about your career, but you mentioned your husband. If I could say one thing about your husband, um, in my lifetime, I think he has given more to me in entertainment, in the movies, than any other human being in the history of making movies. Like, yeah. that is just, he is what I consider my vibe and everything that I would watch. And even honestly, The Office and Parks and Rec, like without him, I don't feel like that stuff even exists. It doesn't. And I agree with you. Um, he is a singular talent. He is also incredibly smart, very quiet, very private, where well, I am an open book <laughs> and out. And I'm I'm the type of person, Bobby, you may not know this, but I'm the type of person. I'll talk to people in elevators. Um, I'll talk to people when we go out to dinner. My kids say, Mom, please don't make any friends tonight. <laughs> I will talk to everybody, whereas my husband will talk to no one. Well, in looking at your career, and I've seen so many of your movies, the questions that come to my mind are, I get really scared watching horror movies, and you've, you've obviously done a lot of them. You, you know, go back to the first Halloween back in 1978. 
but I don't watch horror movies because I get so scared and have nightmares. But with you, would you ever shoot any of these and then have nightmares after you shoot them because you're doing it over and over again? No, 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 no. No, it's a movie. Um, We have a new Halloween coming out October 15th called Halloween Kills. It was supposed to be released last year. COVID sort of killed it for a year. Um, And then we have even another Halloween next year called Halloween Ends. So I am right now deep in the relationship with Michael Myers. It's incredible. The work is so brutal and so beautifully made. So I, I understand, Bobby. I'm like you. I don't like them, but a lot of people do. <laughs> well, I know, and I don't mean that as an insult. I, I've read Twilight and had nightmares. Like that's how sensitive my palate is to, you know, having, uh, you know, scary dreams. But I just wondered if you're always with Mike Meyer, Michael Myers, in that mask, and you're shooting. Like, does it go into your home life at all? And do you? It, so no, no nightmares. None. Okay. Mm-mm. Whenever, because Love Knives Out, loved your performance in Knives Out. I think just universally so well accepted was that movie. Um, when you read the script for Knives Out, were you like, huh, this is very interesting. I wonder how this is going to play out. Or did you know that was a smash? Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. There would be no way to know it was a smash. Obviously, the people were great. It was a big puzzle. And I was a little piece of the puzzle. And I knew I just had to show up and do my work. I don't think anybody except maybe Ryan Johnson anticipated the expansion of that movie. Um And they're making a sequel today. They're in Greece right now shooting a sequel, a whole new family, a whole new story with Daniel um, in the center of it, which is so great. Jamie Lee Curtis is on with us through my life. One of the most present people that have been in in television and movies for me. So it's a real thrill to talk to you. She's got a new podcast out that's called Good Friend. And so, you know, as I as I watch movies in general, and I'm consuming them differently now, as you are too, I'm sure, because now we of can course. buy we can buy uh, Black Widow at home, right? Which is what right. I did. But I look and I see that that these movies are two and a half hours long now. I want to ask you, as a movie star, what is the perfect movie length? Because two and a half hours, I'm like, are you kidding me? This is too long. Ninety three minutes. I love that. And all of the Halloween movies are are in that zone. Um, yeah, I'm with you. Um, if I have to, if there has to be a pee break in the middle of a movie, I don't like it. And the word, <laughs> by the way, the reason I don't go see theater is because of the word intermission. Um, I, I will go see any one act that's ever offered, but the minute there's an intermission in it, I don't like it. You've been in so many epic movies from Freaky Friday to True Lies, and I just read some of the other ones. What do people recognize you most for? Halloween. Halloween and my ubiquity. I mean, obviously I've been around for a long time. I sold yogurt that makes you for seven years. Um, I've done commercials <laughs> prior to that. Um, obviously I've been in some big comedies. Um, obviously I, I, my, many people have seen me naked. Um, but I, I think Halloween out of everything is the sort of, um, you know, it, it gave me my start. It'll be my finish. It'll be my everything. One final question for you. Uh, yes, sir. Miss Jamie Lee Curtis. Will you read this, the end, the spoiler uh, to a movie if it's in the script that you have? Or how do you play that out? It, it, like in Knives Out, do you go to the ending first? Do you want to experience it as you read it? Like, how do you deal with that? Um, I'm, uh, I, <laughs> I go to the end. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm uninterested in the cat and mouse game of 
of of movies or books. I like to know what's going to happen, and then I go back and read the experience. Uh, oh yeah, are you Jake Gyllenhaal's godmother? Uh yeah, that's true. It is true. Love it. Listen, you guys check out our podcast. She's just a delight to talk with. It is called Good Friend, and just know that she paid for the rights to play that song. A lot of people are stealing songs these days. Not Jamie Lee Curtis. And you're going to play it on your show because you promised. You dang right I am. <laughs> uh-huh. Good friend, Emily King. Hey, God bless you guys. Thank have you. a good day. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Big fan of your work. Uh, hope thank you have you an awesome much. day. Good to talk to you. Bye, Jamie Lee Curtis. Bye. Bye. That feels like, because you know, her name is so known, it feels like whenever you talk to, like, for example, like a celebrity, like uh, who would like a Kid Rock, and he's like, "No, call me Bob," and I'm like, "Nope, mm. I couldn't call her Jay <laughs> or Jamie because she's such a famous superstar." You know, that would have been so weird if you were like, "Yeah, Jay, let I'm me ask you." I'm not that this. cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that cool. All right, there she is, Jamie Lee Curtis. Fantastic interview. Can you match the classic slogan to the chain restaurant? Probably. If you miss it, you're out. Ooh, you guys yeah. all play. So that's the thing. I'll, I'll read you a, a slogan. Just match it to the restaurant. They'll get harder as we go, and some of these are older, like not being used. But the first one is, I'm loving it. That's so easy. You can say it on the count of three. One, two, three. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, you don't know it? Okay, I got it. Oh, my gosh. It took me a second. I was like, man. One, two, three. McDonald's. McDonald's. Good. Good. I was almost out. (laughs) How about this one? Finger licking good. Mm -hmm. All together. Wait, wait. Why? Because I am trying to think of it. You don't that know is, that. Well, then you're not going to win this game. Finger. Licking. He's licking his finger right now. Like he. Finger licking good. He's a method actor. He's uh-huh. licking his finger, trying to figure out what finger restaurant it is. Finger licking good. Oh, why is that so hard? Are you playing possum right yes, now? Yes, he is. No, guys. Finger licking. What do you eat with your fingers? Finger. It's not. Five seconds. If he gets it, this, he played it, possum. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, you Lunchbox, what, what do you purpose. have? Ask me for real. I really am not playing possum. Okay. okay. What do you have? Finger licking. Go. Watch, here he is. Pizza Hut. Okay, wow. good. He wasn't playing possum. Oh. Or did he miss it on purpose? Exactly. Because he didn't want to prove he was Correct. playing possum. I honestly don't know it. Mm-hmm. Well, Eddie and I can say it on. Morgan, do you know it? I think so. But I'm wrong often, so. What do you think it is, Morgan? KFC. Eddie and Amy, oh what do you think God. it is? KFC. Okay. 100%. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Pizza Hut. I couldn't finger think of it. Hey, Pizza Hut is finger looking good, yeah. though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I was trying to think, what do you eat with your fingers? Okay, uh, you two are left. Okay. Better ingredients, better pizza. You know that one? Yep. Lunchbox, do you know that one? Yeah. You want me to say on three? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, why not? Just hop in this oh one. My yeah. This one's harder. <laughs> <and> you... <laughs> one, two, three. Papa, Papa John's. John's. Hop back in the game, Lunchbox. Yeah! Woo! Finger looking good. Let's go! If he wins, I'm going to be... Oh, no. Don't be mad. When you're here, you're family. What? Oh. I'm in. Oh, Amy's in. When you're here... I'm going to go to you guys individually. I oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. Nah. No, 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 no. That's it. something else. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That ain't it. No, I'm saying uh, I got it. Uh, you do? What? Yeah, yeah. When, when you're, you're here, your family. You heard it. I didn't stutter. <laughs> I mean, that's how he said it. When you're here. When you're here, your family. Oh, we'll go with that one. Shoot. All right. Ugh, I don't think Up I got it. First is Lunchbox. Fridays. 
<laughs> I know I'm not that. Friday's was fun, though. He came, he went. He came, he went. You want to give him another chance? Yeah, my second guess was... No, well, no second guesses. Amy, what do you have? Lubies. What on earth? No, that was, that was I feel dog. like I'm family when You're I'm there. You're trying to get out of this Amy's game. like, my aunt's house. <laughs> what, what, yeah, yeah, Amy, Lubies is only in Austin. No, no, it's, no it's not. not. What's what? a chain restaurant? It's yeah. Texas. Yeah. It's Texas. In Arkansas, it's, we have yeah. Lubies. Yeah. I mean, hey, Amy. hey, Amy, Burger King, <laughs> only in Cedar Park. <laughs> Amy, I apologize. <laughs> Thank you. Also, uh, Louie Ann Platter, what up? What Eddie. Up? I had a lot of free yeah. meals there. What yeah. is it? Yeah. I wrote down Olive Garden. Oh, oh that's it. Doesn't that sound right? It does. The answer is Olive Garden. Shoot. You know what? Amy, hop back in. Yeah, yeah, Come on, Amy. All right. Think outside the bun. Hmm? Oh, that's easy. Is that right? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's easy. I'm in. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait. Think outside the bun. Why do I keep thinking I know them and then I don't? It's a lot harder than you think, isn't it? You guys think outside the bun. I mean, I think. I can't remember. Is this crazy? Count of three. Everybody say it together. One, two, three. Taco, Taco Bell. You're all right. Okay, oh. good. Who says, we have the meats? One, two, three. Arby's. Good. You're getting easier as they go. Who said eating good in the neighborhood? Classic slogans to chain restaurants. Eating, eating good, good in, in the, the neighborhood. neighborhood. I don't know. That's a guess. Please. Amy? I know it has neighborhood in it, so Applebee's. Eddie? Yeah, I wrote down Applebee's. Lunchbox? Chili's. Okay, this is the third time, so I have to eliminate you this time. Lunch no, rocks. no, I'm not, right? No. It's, what? Apple, it's Applebee's. Yeah. But you got to oh. go this time. All right, I'll come on. This Three is my last strike. Out. All right, you're back in one more time. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> He's missed them all. No, I've missed like, I've got like He's half. missed three of six. <laughs> Where's the beef? Huh? I thought we already did that one. No, no, different than we have the meats. Where's, where's the, the where's the beef? Oh, where's oh. the beef? Man, you guys, Eddie, you're getting your first strike. Where's the beef? Yeah. Where's the beef? I'm in. This is old school. Okay. That's real old. All right. Lunchbox? It's where my brother used to work. Wendy's. Amy? Burger King? Eddie? I have Wendy's. Oh, Wendy's. shoot. Eddie hasn't missed one yet. That's right. So I'm the only one that's really been in. Well, I mean, you've been around for a lot longer than we have. What? Yeah. Uh, how about the last one? All oh, right. If you guys can get this it's one. for 10 points. If you get this one, I'll consider you being the champion. Oh yes! Gosh. I'm going to nail this one. Food with integrity. What? It's the hardest one. Food? I've heard this. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. Oh, it was when you were in high school then. Food with integrity. It's a newer one. Oh, never mind. Ish in the past few years. Food with, with integrity. integrity. What does integrity mean? Like happiness? The no, last it doesn't mean happiness. Years. Integrity means like stand true to yourself, morally, um, accomplishing your goal, honesty, truth. I'll give you a hint, guys. I ate there the other day. Wow. I mean, that doesn't help Do us because we don't hang out with you like when you're eating all your meals. Food with integrity. Food with integrity. Amy. Chipotle? Interesting. Eddie. You said integrity means uh, morals, true to yourself. So I'm going Hooters. Stop. Stop. Lunchbox? Just... Panera. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Is... Panera is wrong. I know who's right. Chipotle is right. Woo! 
Yeah. Oh, right when she said it, I was like, really? dang, she got but, it. But, Eddie, that's the only no, one you missed. That's the only one I... No, no that's I only one. missed Amy? one. Missed two. How Amy? many? Which ones? Oh, they both missed one each? Oh, Thank speed round. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 hold on. Lunchbox, you're out. are not in Lunchbox. It's night speed round yeah. for you. You've, you've missed 19 of 20. <laughs> but if the game's still going, I mean, I should get back right. in. Buzz in with your name, uh. okay? Between you two, Amy oh. and Eddie. Yeah, what if I get it right? Whose slogan is good food fast? Fast. Good food fast. <laughs> Not freaky fast. Three, two. Eddie. Eddie. Uh, Jimmy John's. I don't know. No answer? Jersey it, Mike's. It's uh, Waffle House. Waffle House. Never heard okay, of let's do another uh. one. Sudden death. Buzz in with your name. Come on. Come hungry, leave happy. What? Amy. Amy. I hop. Wow. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to guess. Okay. It's got to be a buffet. Give me Golden Corral. Golden Let's Cor go! Golden Corral is wrong. The answer is IHOP. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that is what we call a comeback. That's what we call a comeback. I, I came up just short. You did. You okay. almost... Okay. <laughs> you would have been eliminated after finger licking good. Yeah. Honestly. You almost kicked me out, too, giving me an extra I know. Loss. That's why I have Mike here. I know. Thank you, Mike. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Guys, this is a good one. Jack and his dad, Andrew, are out deep sea fishing off the coast of North Carolina. They got their lines in the water and they see a boat coming their way and they're like, Dad, this boat's going to hit us. So they pull their lines out, they move out of the way, and the boat doesn't stop. It just whizzes right by them. They're like, Dad, should we do something? So they follow the boat to make sure some whatever's happening is okay. So they go by the boat. They look in it. No one's there. They jump on the boat. Uh, this boat is empty. There's no one driving this boat. So they look through it. They find the ID of the captain. They radio it into the Coast Guard and say, hey, we find this boat. There's no one driving it. We need to find this person. So they do an all-ocean search. They start looking about 10 miles away. They find the guy. He had been waiting for someone for three hours in a life jacket. He fell off the boat. Oh, that dang. boat drove for three hours? Three hours. And there's, is there not, because when I would drive the boat, I would, if I fell out of the boat, it would pull the key out. Much like a treadmill sometimes. Yeah. I guess he didn't have that. I'm assuming he's a fisherman, right? Mm -hmm. And when you're fishing, you want to troll the waters. And so maybe the boat was going and he got pulled in and fell off. Can you imagine the helpless feeling of your boat just leaving? Oh my goodness! Yeah, I, Man, I don't know. It, yeah. I think it helps feeling you just stuck in the ocean's worse. Like, yeah. oh my goodness, I'm just yeah. swimming out in the ocean with sharks. Dang! But everything's okay. Everyone's okay. They found the guy and all this guy. I mean, this son and his dad out there just fishing, and this is what how their day ended. Crazy. Yeah, that's true. He goes back home. The mom's like, "Hey, how was it, guys? <laughs> Sit down, mom. <laughs> we got a story. To we tell got a story you. to tell you. All right, that's what it's all about." That was Tell Me Something Good. You guys can leave us voicemails, too, day and night. Here's another one. This is for Amy. Don't get a bird in your house. They're dirty. They're awful. Um, we have a macaw, and that bird goes, ah! and my dogs go, oh! and it's awful. They're dirty. They're nasty, and don't get one. Okay. See, she just doesn't <laughs> sound to me like she likes birds. Yeah. 
I do. I don't think they're dirty and nasty. And I, I, yeah, I feel like I've gotten mixed messages I, from some people. Get a bird. They're amazing. Other people don't do it. Worst decision ever. Amy wants a parrot. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's not just a bird. She wants a parrot to talk in the house. So one that I really want, I learned, is illegal in the state of Tennessee. That's why you got to get it. We can get oh, it. Oh, get that. I mean, yeah, if we yeah, can, yeah. we'll smuggle so, it in. Yeah. Lunchbox will keister it through the <laughs> yeah, let me know. state line. It is kind of little. Uh, you don't. It don't matter <laughs> size, right, LB? That's right. You're keister. I'll do yeah. anything for you. Okay, you hey, everybody's got a price. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right, let's go over news time. Bobby's big stories. Popeye's chicken sandwich is so popular, they're adding nuggets to the menu later this month. Ooh. That does sound good, doesn't yeah. it? It does. They're not exactly reinventing the wheel. The nuggets will be smaller, bunless versions of the sandwich. But that's what we're looking for. Yeah. You know, they could do like the Chick-fil-A chicken minis with these. And that would be so good, good, too. Put in a little teeny The Chick-fil-A bun. chicken minis might be the best single item you can get. Like single breakfast item you can get at a restaurant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will not argue Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And in top five single items you can get, period, from any chain, that just they're just everybody likes them. Like overall, it's not my favorite thing, but I will never turn down one of those little Chick Fil A minis with the bread and the, the Chick Fil A nugget. It's so simple, but yet mm-hmm. amazing. Well, Popeyes, they'll be available starting July twenty seventh. Like we said, don't taste awesome. They're just like that sandwich that America went crazy for, and which hey. I still have yet to have. I guess I need to go do that. I don't think you need to. I think you missed that phase. <laughs> well, listen, when you bring it up, I do get curious. Like, hmm. A woman lets, quote, God take the will as a test of faith in a Beechwood high-speed crash. Stop. Just remember this song here from Carrie Underwood. And the, but I think she, this song here, Carrie, and people have different thoughts. It's like, hey, I'm going to give my life to the Lord and let him help me make these decisions. Right. Yeah, it's like with a, the best a, of the ability that he's given me, I'm going to work. It, she literally felt this way. She's 31 years old. She had her 11 year old in the in the car with her. She sped down a street more than 100 miles per hour, blowing through red lights. She quote wanted to test her faith with God, mm. so let let God take the will. Stop oh, that. No. Officers responded to the scene where a car had knocked down several power lines, a utility pole, and crashed into a house. No one in the home was hurt. I just don't think she heard that song right. No. At the hospital, they didn't detect any sign of impairment from drugs or alcohol. Wow. Yeah. The woman told police she intentionally drove at a high rate of speed and through the red lights to test her faith in God. And here's the thing. So what did she determine? Well, but She's I'm a gonna, believer. I'm going to tell you, she didn't die. Right. She so made she, it. She's probably right. even stronger now because of mm. it. That's what I'm wondering. That's the craziest part about it all is she was right. <laughs> well, so hopefully she accepts that and moves on. She doesn't like try to test I it test again. I'd be, if this happened for me, I'd be like, I wonder what I can do now. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. But she had a kid in the car let's with her. Le- let's leave the kid out of it. She could have killed people going through the traffic light. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, the Lord had it. I bet you if you got in an interview with the Lord and you said, Lord, what do you think about that situation? Or we go, not good. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I remember that one. Yeah. Not good. He's like, we talked about that. Uh, you know, when I went, <laughs> Not good. Yeah. Uh, finally, why going home after work is the worst thing for your gym routine. Experts explain that humans are simply hardwired for laziness. Conserving energy has been essential for human survival so long. It's been built in us. Our brain innately, when we finish working, goes, I just want to go lay on the couch. And why it's so hard to get off the couch is because our bodies go into conservation mode. Because when we were cavemen, we had to find ways to conserve energy because all we did was move and hunt and fight. And But now we shut down and we probably should go move and hunt. Wow, and that makes more. sense. So when you aren't getting up, 
blame it on the cavemen. That's what I do. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. How do you feel about macaroni and cheese ice cream? No, I, it does not sound good to me. But in your mind, is there a chance it could be good? No. I tell you, I had that turkey and dressing ice cream once with cranberry sauce. It's fantastic. Okay. I didn't expect it to be. But the ultimate mashup of comfort foods are saying is hitting freezers. Kraft is putting out a new creamy, cheesy flavor of macaroni and cheese ice cream. Okay. I love, like, cream cheese ice cream, which I didn't think I would. It tastes great. I would have to think it would be something like that. Okay. But is there, like, little noodles? Ugh. That's gross. Oh, oh. oh it does oh. sound bad. See, that's what I'm It sounds bad on the surface. All I'm doing is crediting, like, research right. teams that they've had to have had people, te- you know, mm-hmm. test this stuff. Mm-hmm. But they Put it say, on the wheel. They say, we know there's nothing more refreshing on a hot summer day than ice cream. That's why we wanted to combine two of the most iconic comfort foods to create an ice cream with unforgettable flavor and craft macaroni and cheese ice cream. Okay. It is being sold... Now at Van Leeuwen's websites and in stores for $12 a pint. $12? Let's try to get some of this for tomorrow or Friday's show. If that's possible, if it's even sold here in town. Mike, you think we can find that? It's hard. This stuff's hard to find. Morgan? It's online. I don't know if we can get it that quickly, but you can buy it online starting. Maybe we do it next week then. I don't know. But I would like to try the Kraft macaroni and cheese ice cream. Me too, especially if you're paying $12. Is this a wheel thing or voluntarily? Like wheel. You just want to try oh, it. Yeah. Spin that wheel. Spin that wheel. Which we've done some pretty fun wheel things. Uh, top country airplay artist so far this year. Who do you think has been the most played country music artist? Luke Combs. At number one, most played has been Luke Combs. Some things nice. just go better together. Let's see how many of the top ten you guys can name. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Luke Bryan. Mm-mm. No, Ooh. not played. I think I don't know that he he's had as he many had... like singles that have been out, but he did not make the list. Oh, he is on the list. Number four. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see him, so I, I knew it wasn't because like, he wasn't good. Bobby, I got to tell you something. Every time I turn on the radio, I hear either Luke Combs or yeah. Luke Bryan. So true. That's true. That's true. You got me. Uh, go ahead. Jason Aldean. Good one. No. Ooh. Really? Not on the list. Oh. Mm-hmm. Lunchbox. Sam Hunt. No. What? Eddie. Breaking me, up in the 90s? Give me Miranda. Mm-mm. Uh, okay, back to me. Thomas Rhett. Yeah, number three, Thomas Rhett. This is the last time we're going through. Go ahead. Uh, Kane Brown. Mm-mm. What? Lunchbox. Man. He doesn't know just, any more artists. No, she's out of artists. He doesn't. He's Hold like, oh, all of my artists all come in here. She had a new album, so I'm going to go with Carrie Underwood. No. <laughs> all right. Uh, Luke Combs is the number one most played. Blake Shelton's at number two. Thomas oh, yeah. Rhett, Luke Bryan, and Russell Dickerson make the top five. Really? Oh, look at Russell. Coming in hot. Coming in real hot, yeah. He's playing Bobby Fest with us in New Braunfels and in Wichita, Kansas, September 4th and 5th. But just rounding it out, Parma Lee, Dan and Shay, Gabby Barrett, Brett Young, and Chris Stapleton. Chris huh. Stapleton? Uh, starting over. Oh, man. What are you saying? I should have got that. That was my guess between. You know who maybe would have been on there? That's not... Who? Well, did they I, die? No. Where is this going? No, they would have been, but they're not. Think about it. They're they they were oh, they would they were on all the time. And oh, Morgan were Wallen. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He'd probably been one through five. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> on right now is Jennifer in Las Vegas. Jennifer, welcome to the show. I just wanted to um, say to Eddie, I appreciate everything you do for foster care. I'm a foster mom as well, um, and we actually just found out two days ago that. 
the five kiddos that we've had, their sibling group, um, their mom's parental rights were terminated, and we're going to be able to adopt them in addition to our own four children already. Oh, wow. Wow. Nine kids. That's nine. You fostered five kids that were all siblings? Let me just, I'm going to peel peel this away a little bit, one at a time. You're fostering five children right now? We are fostering six. Five of them are siblings, and one is on his own. Wow. And when you foster the five that are all siblings, do they come all at once to you? Or was it like Eddie's situation where they fostered a baby and then they were like, this baby's also got a brother? So it was a little similar to to Eddie's. We originally got um, three of them. And they had an older sister who was placed in another home. And we did some family visits with them. Um, and then in the meantime, mom had another baby. And so we took the brand new baby, brought the new baby home from the hospital, and the visits with the older sister continued. And then at one point, we were just kind of like, they deserve to all be together. Like, we saw how happy they were when we were all spending time together as a family. And so we talked to the worker, and we brought the oldest one over, so now we have all five of them together. And everything goes well. We should be able to adopt them by the end of the year. Amazing. Some other, this is me being the interviewer here, so pardon for a second. (laughs) How many bedrooms in your house? Uh, we have five bedrooms. Um, so the, we have a boy's bedroom and a girl's bedroom, and then our two teenage sons have their own room, and we have our own room. <laughs> wow. Okay. Your grocery bill yes. each week. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, our grocery bill each week is probably about four or $500. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. First of yeah. all, let me just say... Well, I have two teenagers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and how are they, your two teenagers that are your biological children, how have they been with the process of fostering and knowing that they're not getting all the attention now? So we struggled with that a little bit, to be completely honest. Um, they they have definitely come around. They have accepted them as their own siblings and now taken this next step. Um, we really made sure that they were okay with it. But we have tried our hardest to carve out time just with them, you know, just with mom and dad and the two boys. In fact, we went to the Garth Brooks concert the other night, uh, just the four of us, and, and had a good time together. And we try to do, like, special dinner nights just with the, those two boys and, you know, to let them know that, hey, we're always going to love you, like, no matter what. Man, wow. I just, that's, you, you just done so much for, for, for children's lives that, you know, didn't probably have a shot. At least not a good one. So that that is amazing, Eddie. You you know she called to talk to you. You have two foster kids. When you hear her story, what do you think? I'm just right now. All I'm just wondering is why is it so quiet in the house? Like how, when you call me, it's not that quiet. <laughs> it's because I'm sitting in my office. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it. No, I think it's cool. And and I, my favorite thing is she says like you, you got to be honest when you're a foster parent because there are really really hard things about it. So I love the honesty that she brought to it. Um, but, man, what a, what an amazing thing she's doing, and that brings a smile to my face. And you're about to be real-life mom and dad, right? Because you said their parent, parental rights were terminated? Yes. Yeah. Is that okay and to say real-life mom and dad? Other... Yeah. Yeah, okay. I yeah, never yeah know. no. Listen, woke people get true, me but... in. They'll cancel me. <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm saying it right. So so uh, that's happening when officially? Um, so rights have been terminated. We're starting the adoption paperwork um, here in the next couple of weeks. So we're hoping if everything goes smoothly by the end of the year, by Christmas time. That's awesome. That's awesome. So cool. And Eddie, do you <laughs> think you. by the end of the year that you will be real life mom and dad to these kids? That's what we're hoping for. Dang. Man, we had a conversation the other day with my foster son that was really cool. Like we've just been 
the older foster son, he doesn't really know what to do with the house. He's like, is this my house? Is this your house? Is this your money? Is this my money? Like, how does how does all that work? And and we, we told him years ago, like, hey, this is your house. This is our house. And so for the first time, just like a couple of days ago, he was just, I said something like, uh, I'm going to get some water from my, my, my cupboard or whatever. And he goes, no, that's ours. Like, this is our house. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about. For the first time, he's like, no, this is our place. So I, I love that to me. And to me, that really spoke a lot that he feels comfortable now at the house and it's ours. So we're moving in the right direction. It's awesome. Jennifer, you're awesome. Thank you for the call. I hope you have a, you. a wonderful day. Thank you for sharing your story with us. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. You have a great day. All right. Bye-bye. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Mesa, Arizona. Two women were arrested after stealing over $100,000 worth of merchandise from Walmart. They would go shopping, use the app where you can scan like, oh, this is the item I got. But the only problem is they would never close out the app and say pay. So it looks like they're scanning all their items. Then they would just walk out of the store. You know what's wild is they probably could have got away with it at like Mm -hmm. $25,000. They went a little too far. Well, they just weren't going to stop until they were caught, it looks like. And not to get caught, but as they weren't getting caught, they were not going to stop. Everybody knows if you get 25000 then start doing it at Target. <laughs> Everyone yeah, knows Everybody that. knows just switch. Go to the next one. Yeah, what idiots. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. Thank you guys for listening to today's radio program. We cannot have this radio program without the express written support. Nah, that's back, Is in, that the, a recording? That's back in the old days, though. That's how they would do that. <laughs> Amy, what's happening today? Anything? In your I mean, life? I, I, I'm finally getting my nails done. I have not got had my nails done since tr- before. Tr- trust me, girlfriend. We talk about it every I day. I know. We can before <laughs> the pandemic. So, I mean, well, maybe a little bit. But I also had some nail situations, so I'm excited. I think I'm clear to go. Did you know every time you go to the dermatologist, you're supposed to take your nail polish off? No. Yeah. Why because, would I know? I've never been to a dermatologist. Me either. How often do you go to a dermatologist? And he would uh, have nail well, pills. I don't know. And, <laughs> I, would I don't know. I'm I, honestly, who knows? For <laughs> women that are listening, just heads up because if you go, they can check the the bed of your nail for skin cancer. That's why I go. So. Oh. And they need to be able to see it. So, the more you know. What about you? I'm going down to do a little talking, a little inspirational speech in uh, Texas. So I will be back tonight. But as soon as the show's over, I'm flying down to Dallas, doing a little talk, flying back. Uh, all right, have a great day. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow's Friday morning conversation will be Cole Swindell, David Lee Murphy, and Shy Carter all together. We'll also do the dance parties. Have a wonderful day. Goodbye, friends. Yeah.